Welcome to SelfDiscoveryRadio.com. With over 1,400 shows, we have the answers for you. Enjoy your listening on SelfDiscoveryRadio.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living. I am your host, Sarah Troy, and I have a very, very special guest with uh, us today, child author Muskan Verg. And we're going to be talking about 365 Days of Gratitude with a Positive Attitude. Now, this is quite extraordinary, and I have been mentioning her on many, many shows as an example to us adults. Here is somebody that at a very young age saw there was a problem and that people weren't being grateful and they didn't have a positive attitude and she decided to do something about it and each day she wrote down a gratitude well now that has propelled into something even bigger she's on the speaking circuit about and for children um, on the homeless and as a young 10 year old an enormous advocate and ambassador for what we can be doing and what we should be doing in the world and instead of uh, what we're moaning and bitching about. But our children are the ones that are teaching us. They're showing us, instead of moaning and groaning, get on with it. There's plenty to do with a positive attitude. Well, I'm very, very impressed by this young lady. I have interviewed her mus, and you see that on the posting. I clicked to her show as well. And you can see that the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. But what is it? In a 10-year-old, and I believe she started this at the age of six, what is it that she saw that she felt that she had to do this? And is she very sorry where it's taking her today? Well, let's ask her and take the journey with her and see what is her plan. Maskan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sarah. It is wonderful to have you, my dear. I'm very, very impressed. This is a big, thick book that you have here. Yes, I do. <laughs> and what was it that kind of made you feel one day I've got to write this book well it actually didn't start as a book initially it started as like I learned about gender inequality at a very young age and I was coming home every day I was like mommy why can't why can't girls go to school why do some girls um, don't be treated as well as boys do why this why this why that and then one day, my mom, she was like, okay, um, now you got to, like, I don't want to hear this anymore. And then she gives me a journal and a pen, and she said every day one thing that I'm grateful for. So after, and then after a little while, she forgot about it. And then, and then after, like, a year or so, my I went to my mom and I said, guess how many things I have, and she says, how many? And I'm like, 455. And she's like, wow. So then she's like, we should publish this to, like, inspire other people to, like, be grateful for what they're, like, what, what, what's in their life. Instead of thinking what they, what they don't have, thinking about what they do have instead of being grateful for that. Exactly. And, um, you know, you must see it a lot with adults, you know, that we complain a lot. You know, as we get older, there's a lot of disappointment for the things that we haven't achieved in life or life hasn't turned out the way we wanted it or the world isn't as rosy as we would like to see it. But we are the problem, aren't we? And if we change our attitude, we see the solution. Yes, we could. So this positive attitude, a very simple concept, you know, being grateful. 
Um, yeah. If we spend time to be grateful and have a positive attitude, it changes the way you look at everything in life, doesn't it? Yes, it does a lot. Because instead of thinking, oh, this happened today between me and my friend, and then you're like, oh, this is never going to work out, this is never going to work out, and then there's just so many things you look that you like you look at it as like a like a down point instead of looking at it as an up uh, an up point and instead of being grateful for it you're mad about it or you just don't want to like think about it or, or things get out of proportion don't they something that's very yeah. very little all of a sudden is a great big huge fight and you don't even remember yeah. what started it yeah and we can see that a lot no matter the age everybody to that spiral um, did you find it hard to find a gratitude every day? Well, actually, Sarah, it wasn't like, it wasn't really hard. Well, it was hard at first, and it was kind of becoming fun for me. Like, every day I would look good in my life, and then I'd come home and write it down. It made me feel really happy to, just to think about it and then actually do it. Did you find that it it made you look at life in a way that you were looking for things to be grateful as opposed to things to be ungrateful for? I think it did it tremendously because um, now, like, I'm looking at life, like, uh, even if, the, like, something goes up wrong or if I have, like, if I get hurt at school, like, oh, what is in that what is there to be good like thankful for was there to be happy about what can i learn from it exactly because when things happen to us it's not the end of it all it's just a lesson and and sometimes it's to teach us to find our courage and to discover our strength isn't it yeah yes it is and it helps you like build your confidence too Mm-hmm. and you know when we look at people that are so angry and so upset all the time all that comes from insecurity or you know the fact that they haven't built up that confidence yeah it does like if you don't have confidence or if you don't believe in yourself then you can't believe in anyone else or you won't look at like like good things or bad things in a good way right and you know life sometimes it's like you know have you ever learned to ice skate yes i have now how many times did you end up on your own <laughs> i think every time i tried <laughs> and did you stay down there or did you get back up well i got back up and then i fell again <laughs> exactly but eventually you got it right right Yes, I did. And that's what life's about, isn't it? We're going to get knocked down, but we have to go, okay, that's not the way to do it. I need to rebalance yes. and get back up and try again. And yes. every time it makes us stronger, doesn't it? Yes, it does tremendously. You found this has affected you in your life, like at school and with friends? I think this has affected me positively because... Like, now, wh when I go to school and I have trouble with my friend get hurt, I say, so this was not maybe the best thing I could have done, but what did I learn from it, or what did I get good out of it? Like, if you fall off the monkey bruise, you get one, uh, another bruise to talk about, <laughs> or a scab get. <laughs> that is a way of looking at it, yes, definitely. The battle scars of life, right? Yes. <laughs> I think so many people are afraid of getting hurt or of being hurt. 
take a chance, do they? And if we don't take a chance, we're not going to learn. Then you'll never experience it. Yeah, and when you do experience things, then you realize how much more there is to life. Yeah, then like then it'll be more fun because you have more things to look forward to doing. Exactly, exactly. I mean, your, your opening statement on your day one is, I'm thankful for my family, that my family believes in gender equality, and I am welcomed and loved all. Now, that's a simple statement, but in a world where so many girls are not seen as equal and still very much enslaved, it's a very big statement, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I, I believe that every human being, no matter if you're a girl or a boy, they, it, they deserve to be empowered equally regardless of their gender to make this world a better place. Exactly. I mean, take you. You're a girl and you've written a book at the age of 10. You're standing up for other people. Um, if you were in a country where you weren't allowed that voice, we would be missing out. I think so because, like, I wouldn't have as many opportunities to go to school or I won't have many opportunities to have friends or uh, do act different activities or just be at home or just school and then working. Mm -hmm. You know, on day three you've written, and this is, we're here in uh, Vancouver, folks in Canada, and we're up against the mountains. So, you know, we get a lot of rain and cloud, and but this is the way you look at it. I'm thankful for the clouds and the fog over our beautiful mountains. Every morning when I go to school, I dream of beautiful mountains, but I love to see the clouds and the fog floating around. It is that bit again. Hold on. So everybody would, uh, some people decide to look at it as miserable, but you decided to look at it as a beautiful, magical scene. Yes, because, like, everything is beautiful. It's just, you have to look at it in And that's the whole thing, isn't it? Is that that positive attitude that you're talking about. You know, when yeah. we look at things differently, then we learn to be grateful for what they are as opposed to looking at them and, and uh, you know, looking at them with misery. Looking at them through miserable glasses, we're always going to see miserable things, aren't we? Yeah, yes, you are. But if you look through it in a good way, then you'll see things that before you thought weren't weren't the way you wanted them and then you turn it around and you say oh wow this is exactly what I wanted yeah and that's the point is that the universe will always give you what you need sometimes we're the ones that get in the way yes um, of course you're thankful for the holidays we get to travel to places and different parts of the world I love seeing other countries and learning about them what are you thankful for today write it down and share now that's another good thing you're doing is you're asking people to look in their own lives and be grateful for something as well. And uh, instead of people reading and going, I'm envious, I wish I could, you're now asking them to look at their own lives and find something to be grateful for. Yes. If we don't encourage, encourage others, then like, there's really no point to do it yourself. Yeah, exactly. You should be able to... like take from what you learned and then be able to help with that knowledge or to tell other people about it. And sometimes it, I call it inspiration for invitation. And when you inspire other people, you're inviting them to be a little more adventurous in their own lives. Yeah. 
Now you've got you've got close to my heart. I am thankful for all the bake shops. Well, Mum, I go to these places to have treats. Uh, I like bake shops as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't, right? Who doesn't like a good uh, good cookery? Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, they're reflecting, you know, where you're at at the time. You've got another one here. I'm thankful to see rainbows in the sky. They are so fascinating to watch. There are so many different colors in the rainbow. And how and where do they? And that's another thing. When we see things that we're grateful for, but they pose a question. And that question makes us inquire and seek out the knowledge, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Like... What I learned when I first saw a rainbow is that it was like the reflection of the sky, and that really taught me a lot. So when you're thankful for things, you uh, give yourself motivation to learn more about it. Precisely. And when we learn more about it, there's a better and, yeah. and, it, and But then it, it gives us kind of some tools to use in our lives, doesn't it? Yes, it does. What have you learned about being a writer? Well, I've learned it's not just about, like, like telling people about it. It's to inspire them to do it. It's to um, tell them that, you know, you can do it too. It's, it's telling them that you're capable of anything, that you're, you'll be able to do, you do anything no matter what. Exactly. Don't let anything get in your way, right? Yeah. 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 The important one that you've written for day 80. I am thankful to put a smile on my friend's face. I find such joy if I can help someone and make them happy. I do that to all my friends all the time. There's an awful lot of gratitude that you get from making somebody happy. Well, it's a beautiful gratitude because you get to make someone else happy and that's what life's about making others happy making and when you make others happy you make yourself happy and then you make someone else even more happy and that happiness just keeps going on and on doesn't it yeah you just pass it on and then everyone's happy it's it's like a happiness vibe isn't it a kind of a yeah a song that everybody gets caught into and wants to yeah and you know we're we're in a world right now where everybody's very unhappy um, you know, there's a lot of misery going on. And, you know, some of it is maybe beyond your comprehension. And a lot of it, you might just be looking at adults and going, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah. You're seeing all the turmoil going on right now in the world. What piece of advice would you give to the adults? Um, I would just give them to be thankful for what's around you. Like being thankful for what others are teaching you instead of being like, oh, I already knew that, or, like, being not very happy about it, like, being happy about what people uh, give to you and what's around you, and you should be happy for that. And I think, again, we get so caught up in um, what we call the hysteria and the the unhappiness that we forget. It is the little things in life that make us happy. I know that, yeah. you know, when I'm feeling down, I love to watch videos of animals, um, yeah. You know, how can you not be happy when you're watching a kitten chase its tail or, you know, a, a dog making friends with a, a creature that it shouldn't make friends with? And, um, you know, it just lifts up, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. To see that, you know, they 
don't really care about what they want. They just love what they have already. They live very much in the now, but about what's going on in the world. It's it's kind of as long as they're loved and they can love and they've got food and shelter, that's all they want, isn't it? That's what they're completely grateful for. Yeah, that's it. That's all they want. That's all, all they are like love about life. Just to be loved and for for people to care about them. And there's a lesson for us, isn't it? Is that um, if we just simply learn to love um, and allow ourselves to love, because ultimately that's what everyone's looking for, isn't it? Yes, it is. And if we love other people and we care about them, then then no one will be mad at each other and no one will do like things that hurt, hurt others. Yeah, because really when you look at it, the mess that we've got ourselves into in the world all comes from pain. It comes from people who don't feel loved, who, are, who don't know how to love. Uh, be- because when you when you when you of love, you don't want to hurt anyone else, do you? No, you don't. And you can't you either. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, becomes too painful for you. So, now here's one that's very dear to my heart. Um, ninety two, day ninety two. I'm family photos. It is so much fun to look at uh, the old baby photos with my family. Um, and then it, you've got share below your favorite photo. Um, a lot of people today have everything on their phones. Yeah. I recently did a show with a photographer and we talked about having the value, the value of a, you know, a picture up on the wall um, or a photo album and that it's, it's so different to kind of go back and visit those pictures because of the memories that it brings. Yeah, it does because it's just nice to have a memory about your family and see where they came from and be thankful for that. Be thankful for your grandparents, how they have loved your parents and how they passed that on. They love you. I mean, you know, when you ask people, oh, there's a fire, you know, uh, you can only grab one thing as you run out the house and it's not, you know, the people, but the one item you can do. And people will generally say the family album, the photographs. (laughs) Because they want to keep those memories alive, right? Yes, they do. And it's important to keep those memories alive because that also shows you gratitude. You know, we get a lot of teenagers that suddenly don't like their parents. Um, You know, they feel everything. You're not there yet. We'll give you a few years. Um, But they start getting angry at their parents and kind of feel the parents are holding them back. And I think sometimes a video or a photograph writing in a journal like you have kind of reminds them of all the love that they've been brought up with and that they're not so hard done by yeah are you looking forward to becoming a teenager no nope. <laughs> why not then be small and I want to like I want to just go through this experience again and be ha- like I don't want to change my perspective I just want to Stay the way I am, like, just learn things now and keep passing that on. And I don't want to get older because it's fun being a kid because you get to go to stores and then you can get candy and you can just have fun being a kid and be a teenager and then, like, not being able to do all those fun things and now it's just really fun to do like whatever we want because we're so uh, small and it went just off.
Well, you can still get told off and you can also still keep that childlike look on life. You know, and I yes. think that the adults are the happiest, the ones that still keep their inner child alive. So Yeah, and that's and that's like that's the beauty of life. It, yeah. Just keep, to be free. Keep it alive, right? I mean yeah. you know, don't don't be afraid about getting older because I look at every year older, no matter how old you are, as a gift of life. What you have to yeah. do is be mindful to use that gift. Yeah. Right? So you know, you could still be as old as I am, 62, <laughs> and still love going into a candy store or a bake yeah. store or playing with your dog, Butterball, and be playing with uh, my grand dogs, and we can still have fun. We've just got to remember to keep that alive within ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Now, you've got another one that's very close to me here. I am thankful for the sand, the sea, and the sunsets. I love sand and swim in the sea, and I love watching the sunsets. There's something about the sea, isn't there, that it's so welcoming. Yes, because like, it's just the simple things that can spark just uh, a smile or give you uh, like a fun thing to play with or a beautiful scene to look at. Yeah. And then it's a good memory that you hold in your heart. Yes. And, you know, if you're having a bad day, it's a good thing to go back. Yeah. Um, and this is the thing, I think, about what's so beautiful about memories. Uh, or are you even writing things down or taking pictures or drawing? Is that when you go back and visit them, they take you back to that happy place. Yes. They take you back to your old memories. They take you back to where you've been. And then helps you to be more grateful again for where you are, even though it might be a bad day. Yeah. I think the true test of our gratitude we're in bad days. And sometimes people get into some very bad days. You know, things happen in life. And you can get very sad or you can get hurt and be in a lot of pain. And it's very hard for people to be in gratitude time. But I think this is where the memories come in. You know, reminding them of times when they were grateful and then to start looking at the simple things that I've interviewed people that have lost limbs or have had their body completely um, you know have had ended up in a wheelchair but they don't look at where they're at they look at what they can still do and they're grateful yeah, for that yeah because happiness, uh, happiness comes what you're thankful for mm -hmm. it's, it's what you love in life that's where happiness comes from yeah and it's where you put your focus isn't it yes it is so and that's what it makes you happier if you're thinking about something bad then that's what will make you mad or sad and if you think about what made you happier what you loved about life then you'll always be happy exactly and you know have you seen the movie it Yes, I have. Right. Now, it's a very good movie because it shows us how to use our emotions, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And it? how did you, what did, what did that movie mean to you? Well, I love that movie because of how, like, how your emotions can take over, how your emotions can affect you, you like, as a person and how if you act. Um, something bad or you become stressed then you'll turn into Mr. Mad or if you think about something happy and you are always 
like bouncy and happy and always joyful, then you become joy. And and if you're always sad and you look at things and and if you look at things negatively, then you'll be sad. Or if you are nervous all the time and you're freaking out, then you'll be the nerve. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you feel all those emotions. And I think what we have to remember is that we have to be in that emotion at the time because that emotion is brought on by something that's happened. And if we're mad, then we need to look at why we're mad. If we're sad, we need to look at that. Sometimes it's just a feeling across and you've got to acknowledge it. Okay, I'm sad. Give myself a hug. Do something that's going to make me happy so that I can pick myself up. But I think what happens to people is they get caught up in one of the emotions and how to get out of it. Yeah. And you just got to be happy wherever you are and, um, like, wherever you go and to be happy whenever and wherever. Find the happiness, right? Yes. Yeah. Now, you've got something else um that you do here, uh, day 110. I am so thankful for finding song lyrics on the internet. I love to sing. So wherever I learn a new song, I simply go to the internet and print out lyrics. Now, the internet is wonderful for that. And there's something about a song that can cheer up anybody's day, right? Yes. So would you like to be a singer? Um, well, I like to be so many different things, actually. I want to be a triple threat, and, like a vet, and businesswoman, and speaker. I have so many things in mind, but I'll stay, I'll stay in my school years and think about that a little bit later. Well, you know, I have, you know what an acronym is? Um, no, I don't. Okay, an acronym is when you take the initial of a, of a of a few words and you put it together as one word. And I have an acronym called DIVA, and it stands for Dreamer, Inspiration, Visionary, and Aspiration. And you're a DIVA because you have dreams that are inspired by, that you visualize to make happen and aspire to make happen. So... Yeah. You must keep your diva alive. You must always have a dream, always be inspired by life, always see possibility and aspire to make them happen. Don't let anybody ever take that diva away from you. Yeah, because you like being a diva is fun. Being like being you is the most like the best thing you could ever do. Precis- precisely. We all need to dream. And we need to be inspired by that dream and, s- and see the vision of that dream so we can aspire to make it happen. And we may not yeah. make it happen exactly, but we will get to make it happen the way it happen. But we've got to do it, right? Yes. And you're doing it. I think you've already got a few things on your list there. You're already doing speaking engagements, right? Yes. Now, you've got a couple coming up. You've got one in New York and you've got another one in, uh, is it California? Oh, it's in L.A. In L.A., okay. Um, and that one is coming up December 17th? Yes, it is. And uh, who are you going to be speaking to there? I'm going to be speaking to homeless people mm-hmm. and be telling, uh, telling them that they're loved and that they, um, because they don't hear that very often. And I just want them to be inspired to do whatever they like. 
Precisely. Now, I've done a lot of shows on people who work with the homeless, and I'm going to be sending them your show because I know they're going to want to talk to you. And, <coughs> you know, when a kid comes along and, you know, shares that vision of gratitude, it, it helps them see their possibilities. Yes. All right? And that's, that's important, isn't it, that people see possibilities, that yes. they don't give up. And if they know that there's that they can still get up and stand up and, and pursue a life, um, then that really is something that's a wonderful gift to give. So I'm going to be sending you their way. Then I hear you get to go to New York as well. I am. I'm going to New York. Now, are you excited about that? I'm really excited about that. When are you in New York? Um, I'm in New York. I'm doing a show there on in on the, uh, the, I'm just thinking here. Yeah, I'm doing it at Om Shanti Bookstore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll be signing books there. Wonderful. And are you going to be in December? Yes, I will be. Do you know how exciting New York is in December? <laughs> yeah, I've been, go- I've been Googling it, and it looks really fun with all the lights. Yeah. And big Christmas trees. Yes, and uh, lots of lots of wonderful stores to. Um, yeah. Yeah. You'll have make sure you have some downtime to go and explore because I know you'll love New York at Christmas. Yeah, I am also going there for my tenth birthday. Ah, how cool! That's really really cool. I took my youngest daughter off to Disney for her birthday. Um, <coughs> so this is really nice. I think you're going to have a good time in New York and, uh, and it'll be a very, very good memory for you. And I expect yeah. to see that in a future book. Yes. <laughs> now, what do you get when you speak to people? You know, what, what does it, how does it make you feel when you're talking to the homeless or when, when your book has inspired someone? Yeah. Well, it makes me feel happy and it makes me feel happy that I get to share my message with them and for them to be able to uh, be able to do whatever they want and be grateful for what they have instead of focusing on what they don't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I said, I've mentioned in, in a lot of shows that I do because you've inspired me and you've reminded me it's the little things that we have to focus on and that, you know, as adults, we get very, very caught up in the everything. And we forget sometimes that all we need is just looking at one little thing. And yeah. that can bring us back to what really counts. Yeah. Like, uh, my message is love for all humanity. And that's what I'm being connected with the people around me, the people in my community. Right. Exactly. And when you are happy and you really love what you're doing, you are sending off a light and an energy that other people want to be around. Yeah. Right? And that's... That's very important for even pe- like people um, just around you because they, if they spark, then you will instantly... Like, you guys will instantly love each other. It doesn't matter if they're a stranger. You'll feel that connection. No matter what they look like, no matter what you look like, they'll be a strong connection. Exactly. And again, sometimes we let our fear, anger, or disappointment in life get in the way. But when we just look at it as a, a, a joy 
of meeting someone new and learning all about them, then, yes. you know, we would actually understand experiences. Yes, it is. It's like so beautiful because you get to meet a new soul and you get to share your, yourself with them and you get to inspire them or they get to inspire you. That is the point, isn't it? And when we inspire each other, we create opportunities. We create something that is possible. And then everybody has a chance to follow a path. Sometimes all people need is just somebody giving them some attention and uh, yeah. making them smile. And it lifts up them up completely out of their doldrums and just shows them, hell, I can do this. Yeah. Now, you've got an organization called The Helping Hands. Yes, I do. How about you tell us about that? Well, my organization, it focuses uh, focus on all humanity, but I'm focusing on uh, people. And I'm, when I go to the LA, I'm going to a mission called Midnight Mission, and I'm going to be talking to a thousand homeless people, and I'm going to be giving them out that I've made, and they say, Dear Human on the front, and then inside they have a little slip of paper that says you are loved because, you know, sometimes those people, they don't hear that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're, like, they're, they, their parents never said that or maybe they grew up alone and no one has ever said that to them and people just walk by them and judge them for who, because where they live or who they, what they look like, but it matters what's in your heart instead of, like, judging them just because, oh, yeah, um, they're homeless, they're not like us. And, yeah, that's just, that's not right. They should be, like, you should, you can judge them. You can only give your opinion if you if you know them, if you know who they are, you know where they came from, you know their background. And so just judging them right off the bat, like saying, oh, he's, he won't be able to do anything in life. Exactly. Nobody ever kind of grew up saying, I'm going to be homeless. You know, becoming yeah. homeless is something that happens through circumstances in life. Um, I do a lot of shows with uh, on veterans. You know what a veteran is, right? A soldier yeah. that comes yeah. home. And a, ma a lot of your homeless people are veterans. And I yeah. always feel it's so sad that, you know, the country uh, that they served, you know, has kind of forgotten them. They come back with post-traumatic stress disorder, um, people that they went away with and a lot of them find it very hard to adjust again and they end up on the streets because society has thrown them away and what they need is is a reason to embrace life again because yeah. death um, and they they need to kind of see life and love to remind them that that's what counts yeah and that's what my uh, what my organization is focusing on it's before they become homeless before they live on the streets to pick them up and give them a hand before they become down and they go and they become living on the streets and become homeless to help them when they really need a hand instead of afterwards it's hard to help them afterwards because sometimes they don't want help mm -hmm. or sometimes they they eat drugs or they are just not themselves anymore. 
Um, there's one gentleman I know that uh, he writes every day a blog on the homeless and he wrote a book, a couple of them on their stories. And again, I'd like, I'm going to be introducing you to him. And, um, and he says that the homeless people are very protective of one another. They don't like to let outsiders in. So what you want to do is catch the people that are on the verge of becoming homeless or haven't been homeless for very long because it's very hard to get in there and really break the circle for people who've been out there for a long time. Yes, and I have... A ver the reason I wanted to start hel Helping Hands was because on the radio we we were coming home from school and uh, we heard the um, man talking about his journey and how he became homeless and he was a teenager and he got involved in drugs he would wouldn't come home early come late and he'd be out with his friends and then and then his dad was drinking and their family really got torn apart mm -hmm. and then one night he comes home and his mom was just sitting there and he's like why are you still up and she's like I was waiting for you so then he wasn't really happy that she was waiting because he wanted to be all tough and then one night he came home and he saw the sofa his mom used to sit on outside. And um, his next-door neighbor comes in, and he's like, oh, you didn't know? Your mother passed away with cancer. And mm. that's when it really hit him. And he became homeless, and no one was there to hold his hand. No one was there to support him. It was, he just became homeless and his dad was um drinking wasn't hit himself anymore and that's why i want to help people because i don't want them to become homeless because we're all one we're all one we're all one humanity and i want to love these people and help them so we can help each other so our community be can become better and stronger you know, what I want to do is bottle you and <laughs> then manufacture it to everybody. <laughs> everybody needs a little dose of muscan. Um, you're very wise beyond your years, young lady, and you have a heart that precedes you, that uh, oh, comes out. And that's what I'm seeing of your generation. I'm seeing a lot of common sense. I'm seeing so much humanity that you're putting us adults to shame. But you're also showing us how to be humane again and we forget you know a lot of a lot of people turn away with anguish and pain they don't want anything to do with it oh I've got enough of my own I don't want to be there for that person and we forget that if that person's hurting eventually it's going to hurt us and we wrap up and help each other through our pain that pain will be lessened and the joy yeah. will come back into our lives again yeah, and that's exactly what I want to do because my heart is full of love for humanity and I want our community to be stronger, to be happy, just to be happy as a whole, for kids to be equal, for them to be empowered equally to make this world a better place, to be able for them to learn, for adults to be able to say, wow, this is a good world. Exactly. 
And uh, I think sometimes people forget, don't they? They forget what a wonderful world we have. They forget how awesome we can be as human beings. Because yeah. constantly hearing the sad things and the bad things. And we don't hear enough of the good things. Yes, that's so true. Because everyone's taught bad things and they're making more bad things. And then at the end, it's all a bundle of things we never wanted to hear. It's, and if you put one positive thought out, then other people are going to put theirs and they're just going to follow with that. And then we won't have problems. We'll all just be so happy. And it's very achievable. And But you maybe have some adults that will listen to you and go, oh, yeah, but that's just, you know, from a child's perspective. And they'd be cynical. You know, they yeah. don't believe in it anymore. And it's very sad to see that. But, you know, that is happening out there. You know, have you got anything you want to say to those people who just don't believe in happiness anymore? Well, I want to say that you can't just forget about happiness. Like, there was one time possibly that you were the most happiest person on earth and you were loved, but then just because people are doing bad things doesn't mean that you have to say, oh, the world is terrible. You have to be able to forgive and forget and be able to move on and still be grateful for everything that you and to be positive towards so many other things instead of being instead of being negative and that's really it in a nutshell it's um it's what we feed right if we feed the happiness it will grow if we feed the misery it will grow and we yeah. make that choice yes have you come across any any miserable adults that you go okay here's a little magic dust um, actually, no, because I've been talking to uh, many spiritual people, and I haven't actually came across a person who was sad or mad or, like, just not positive about life. And when you do, don't let them dishearten you, because remember, it's their pain, and they don't know how to do it. Um, yeah. As I said, just give them a little bit of musk and magic dust, and... Uh, <coughs> You know, somewhere along the line, it will have its impact, if not straight away. Yeah. Um, so America is just the beginning that, you know, you're done with. And uh, proceeds, uh, um, partial proceeds of your book are going to your uh, Helping Hands organization. Yes, um, they are. That is wonderful. And, um, and you're wanting to help people before they become homeless. So have you got any plans as to help them? Well, I want to help them by um, by giving, like, I remember when I was little, I used to help them by going every year and giving the blank clothes and buying them meals and um, be, being able to support them. But then how I'm planning to support people before they become homeless is help them get a job, help them get out of their habits to help them in life so they can be able to be grateful again for them to be able to like still be happy in life instead of saying oh my god I'm going to be homeless and my life's going to be over yeah because when people are living in the down and out and and they don't even know where the next meal is coming from it's very hard for you know them to find happiness yeah. Um, but it's if they don't be 
that joy in a little way they'll lose that hope and so yes. they need those reminders that someone cares and that this is just temporary in their life it doesn't have to be their life yes I, I'm writing uh, I'm writing another book and it's about and I'm going to be sharing that next year but I'm really I'm really happy to share that I'm I have already came up with another book and I'm bringing more um, like humanity to everyone excellent and I'll have you back again to share that book with us as well um, I'm looking at another day uh, 166 and this is a very big one I am for the glass of water at bedtime it is so nice to have water by your bedside I think of the families in some countries who have to go far to uh, far away to get their water People forget that there are many people that have to walk many miles to the well yes. to get them. You know, I think in Western society, people have become complacent and they don't realize that there are so many people who don't have running water, who don't even have bathrooms, tools, um, you know, don't have many, many things. And, and I think sometimes pointing that out, you know, be grateful for that glass of water in your hand. Because you didn't have to go miles for it, and it's clean. Um, yeah, but some many miles, and uh, like now in Canada, we just have to walk a few steps, and we'll get running clean water. Exactly, and so definitely, again, simple things we take for granted that if we became aware of, we would have more gratitude for. Um, yeah. Now here's another one, a surprising one. I'm so thankful for my helpfulness. I'm always. Uh, ready to help um, so I'm always ready to help without being asked to because I love you now yeah. that uh, that is a gift that you have that isn't in everybody you know most people do like to help people but a lot of people are afraid to help other people um, but for you it's just no obstacle right it's something that you love to do and have to do yeah well my my the reason I wrote my book is for all ladies to be inspired and so I can help someone and that it because I have everything I can help someone else be able to help someone else if they have something that no one else has. Mm hmm. And if we start looking to what we all have in common instead of what's different, I think we would be there in a different way. Yes, because we're all human. We're not like one. We're not like one person is not like one homeless. You can't say, "Oh, they're homeless." They're not. They're not like. They're not the same as we are. They're down low. That's what people say. But you have to bring them higher. Yes. You have to bring them higher to your level. You have to bring them for you get them. For them, and then afterwards, they can help someone else, someone else to pick them up and help them, and help them get higher and live and for them to be able to say, "Wow, I can help someone now." And that is the point. It's raising our vibration. Um, you know, we're, we're in a world where there's a lot of anger, and there's a lot of things to be angry about. But instead of joining the people who are angry the people that have a solution to the problem and invite those that are angry to rise up with us into uh, making that solution bigger 
and better, right? Yeah. And my book is reminded people of all ages that they should be appreciative of what they have and uh, not uh, instead of focusing on what they don't have and being able, if they have everything, to help others who don't have that so they can help them. So sharing and that caring is going to feed you more than anything yes. else in life because it feeds your soul and it feeds your heart. You have yeah, another and one it gets here. to their heart too. Yeah, it does. You know, and that's where that glow and that energy of life just starts traveling. Now you've got another one, day 209. I'm thankful to treat everybody I meet with courtesy and respect. This is the way I am. Now this is something that I think society is forgetting a great deal of. Courtesy and respect. You know, it's, it's a smile, it's a please, it's a thank you, it's an acknowledgement. It doesn't take much to do that, yet so many people don't do it. Or they just push it away because they respect others and they respect you back. You'll, there's a connection, there's love, there's caringness, and then there won't be so many problems in this world. Everyone will be, won't be able to hurt them because they love them so much, and then it would break their love for them if they hurt them yeah a smile goes a long long way there's a carol king song you've got to get up every morning with a smile in your in your heart and show the world all the love that you have and it is it's you know sometimes people are lonely and yeah. and you know that simple acknowledgement on the street a smile how, a how are you can be maybe all the interaction they get that day but it makes them feel seen and it makes them feel heard. So a yeah. little courtesy goes an awful long way. Very, very long. Even the smile, if you smile to one person, they'll smile to someone else and then they'll smile to someone else and it'll make everyone ha happy in this world. Exactly, the domino effect. Now here you've got one that is so kit. This is, uh, I am thankful for Oreo cookies. This is my favorite. <laughs> and that has kind of been you know, pointing out again, you know, you love Oreo cookies and and Monday you may not like them anymore and then you'll look back on this and you go, oh, I remember when I loved Oreo cookies. And yeah. And then, you know, associate the memory. Um, and again, it's those simple things, isn't it? You know? That yeah. It's, it's just the small things that you you love that you have to acknowledge and be able to say those and not be able to like experience that and be happy for the rest of the day and you've got another one here that I love I am so thankful that I'm absolutely unique I'm so happy all the time and to help I think that makes me unique it does my dear because not many people choose to be happy all the time choose to help people all the time it has to be something that you want to do enjoy it so much because that what's make you that's what makes you happy yeah and if if you you can't help anyone else if you're not happy inside you can't make anyone else happy if you're not happy inside you have to be happy and you have to be grateful and you have to be loved for and you have to love yourself to be able to love someone else that is a big one a very, very big one. If we don't love ourselves, how can we give that love to anyone else? 
Um, yes. And we look from love for other people, but people are going to love you in the same way you love yourself. So if you yeah. want to be loved lovingly, first love yourself. And that's very, very and important. Yeah, and then you have to love them yes. for there to be a strong connection with love there. Yes, that love grows. Absolutely. And, you know, you've got another one here. Very simple. I am thankful uh, for thank you notes. It's so nice to say with a simple note. And that's another thing along with the gratitude. People have forgotten to say thank you. Um, you know, back in my day when you received a gift, you wrote a letter or you wrote a note. Um, you know, nowadays we do things by email or even when somebody posts anything on Facebook, want to say thank you because it's respectful, isn't it? Yes, it is. And it's just, it makes them feel happy because you felt happy about what they said or what they gave you or, um, or what they said or, uh, the thank you note you, they gave you and then you gave them a thank you note back and just an ongoing circle of appreciativeness. As it is with this one, day um, 312, I thank for all the kind people in the world. They make this world a better place. And that's another thing, in that smile, in that paying attention, it is all about that kindness, isn't it? Yes, it is. Because if you're not kind, then, like, won't be kind to you back. It's like, be, it's, uh, treat people the way you want to be treated, and that might be so small and might not mean much anymore to people. It, it's the golden rule, and it's true. If you want to be loved, then you have to love someone. If you want to be friends with someone, you have to be friends with them first. If you want to um, be treated nicely and be able and respect for someone and for them to have respect for you, you've got to respect them first. And that's the way it goes. Um, you know, it's we're going to get treated the way we do. So if we want to be treated better then we've got to treat others better. Yes. And if you don't treat them the way you want to be treated, they won't treat you the way you treated them. Exactly. Now, what do your teachers think to this? Well, I feel that everyone should just be thankful and then be thankful what they have and then help someone if they have something and someone else doesn't. So if they have shelter, help someone else have shelter and support them. If they have food, buy someone a meal because you can't, you, because you want to. That's just the beauty of being positive and thankful and then being able to help someone else. Exactly. And have you inspired kids to follow your lead or to go and do something themselves? Um, I actually, we are just doing an author visit um, really soon at my school. So not many kids in my school, but so, uh, so they don't know what my message is. So I think I believe that as soon as I tell them what my message is, tell them what I am saying, I think that they'll take a follow from be like thankful for things in life and then help other people to be thankful for things in life. 
Well, I tell you, if I was your school teacher or your principal, I would have you up there as an example. Um, and, you know, getting other people to write in their own week, you know, journals, things to be grateful for and spreading that message. So yes. I think it's time for them to know. Yes. <laughs> I'm also going to many schools to share my message with so many kids. And I'm really, because I get to go to different schools and learn about different schools and be able to talk to different kids so and make them happy so they can make other people happy. And the thing is, is that when you're talking to kids, you're not talking to a kid who's East Indian or, um, you know, or African or, or white or this or that. You're talking to kids who are just kids, people who are yes. just people, because you're not talking to any kind of race or any other color. You're talking to the being of the person. I'm talking to who I am and <laughs> that's who I love to talk to. Exactly. And there isn't any of that other stuff that adults allow to get in their way. Well, my dear, you are really a gem, and I can't wait to have you back to your other book. And I'm going to be introducing you to a lot of people because you really are a great example. You speak very Thank well you. on what you're doing, and uh, I'm very, 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 very proud of you. And you um, just keep this message going in your life. Follow your path. Uh, you have a great future ahead of you. Now, people can find you on um, Celebrity Muskin uh, Verk Author. Um, you're going to have to spell your name for people so they know how to find you. My name is M-U-S-K-A-N. And my last name is V-I-R-K. Okay. And uh, all these links are here on the posting here. But you've uh, your Instagram, so that's Muscan Virg Official on Instagram. Yes. And I believe you have a site coming up too soon. Yes. Okay, and in the meantime, if people want to book you or they're inspired by you, they can go through your mama, who I've had here on the show before. So they will go to Mira, M-E-E-R-A, at innerwisdomlifecoaching.net. So that's Mira at innerwisdomlifecoaching.net. Or they can leave a message for you on your Instagram if they want to book you. Speak to you, and if they want to buy the book, it's uh, on Amazon. Again, on the posting, all they have to do is click on the book or click on the link, and it will take them directly there. You really are an inspiration, young lady, and thank, thank you for what you're doing. Um, you're going to be a beacon of light and joy for many, many people. And uh, as I said, this is a wonderful path that you have. May you always keep your diva alive. And one thing. You can also, I think also in construction called 365 Days Gratitude, MyAttitudeGratitude.com. Okay, great, super. And as soon as we do have it, I'll add it to the link as well here. So your show will keep on giving anyway. Mm. And I said, I've got a number of people to introduce you to that I think uh, you're going to be a part of their platform as well. And just, you know, being a child that's choosing to live in light you are going to, as you grow up, get some darker days. That goes with growing up. But I want to be inspired by your message, by, by your gratitude, and keep that beautiful light that is within you alive. Okay? Thank you so much, Sarah. Now, you truly are a gem and great example to us all. And uh, kind of shaming us out of our misery and our... Uh, uh, Comp constant complaining and whining and you've simplified things of just 
be grateful, have a positive attitude, care for other people, and with goodness in your heart, and you can change the world. Uh, a very simple, simple um, directions and ones that we, if we apply, we can make happen. So thank you so much, Muscan, for being with me here. Thank you so much, Sarah. And good luck, honey. And enjoy New York. And happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> so everybody, if you weren't inspired by that, then I don't know what will touch you. Uh, this is a good time for you to perhaps write down what you're grateful for in life. And remember, it's the symptoms we live for. Let's not overcomplicate it. Until next time.